PBS, powered by SAT. Hello and welcome to uh, another edition of Line Noise. Uh, so today we have got an interview with Rage Rave drum and bass legends uh, Fabio and Groove Rider. Um, and I'm going to be honest, the quality of the recording is pretty uh, bad. I mean, it's muffled, you can hear it. Thanks a lot to Rob Roman for his work on it. Um, but it's not the sort of beautiful, uh, crystal clear quality um, you might want. But I decided to put it out anyway because um, I think they're an incredibly um, important duo. Fabio and Groove Rider essentially invented drum and bass um, at their Rage Club um, and have stayed at the forefront of that um, ever since. It was one of those interviews that took place, um, it was going to be 12, then it was going to be 1, then it was going to be 2, um, and finally it was 3.30 in the morning, um, but I think we're sounding coherent enough. Um, and they went on DJs in Barcelona, it was an absolutely fantastic night. Um, so, yeah, as I say, we were backstage, it was echoey, you can hear a little bit of bass in the background, but it's not that bad, um, and I want to put out anyway, um, if you uh, are one of those people that cannot abide um, bad sound quality, then, well, I guess it may not be for you, but have a listen, um, and I hope you will enjoy it. Welcome to Brilliant Primera Sound, it's my absolute pleasure that we got to DJ legends, rave legends, from bass legends with us, Fabio and Groove Rider. How are you doing? Good to be back here. Good to be here. It's a real pleasure to have you here. You're playing tonight a rage set, is that right? No. No? Definitely Straight not. drum and bass? Yeah. They changed it, it was meant to be, but they changed it. Oh, they changed it, is that what's happened? Yeah. Why didn't anybody tell me? <laughs> well, I didn't know. I asked her and she said, no, it's drum and bass. Oh, okay. Well, that's I'm quite good. good. Yeah, well, <laughs> You're ready for them both? Yeah, well, you know. Well, you have to be. You've got to be. You've got to be. You've got to Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to ask you about Rage, though, if I can. Because mm -hmm. you recently did um, sort of 30th anniversary. Yeah, we told you Rage, yeah. At Heaven. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, it was better than we could have imagined. We didn't realise that people still knew what Rage was. You know, and uh, yeah, it was a sold out event. You know, I wasn't expecting that, especially for a Sunday night, like midweek, like normal Sunday. It wasn't a bank holiday or anything, so nobody was expecting it. So, yeah, we scratched it basically. Yeah, I mean, it's a big risk doing it after yeah. all these years, especially in the current climate. It's a different climate now, so it was a massive risk, but it paid off. And um, yeah, it was, it was, it was perfect, man. For someone who doesn't know what rage is, how would you describe it? It's the entrance to dance music, basically. Yeah. You know, it never really existed before Rage or before, you know, there was another night that used to be called Land of Oz in the same club before we started Rage. And uh, yeah, it was the uh, it was the Acid House period. It's where Acid House blew up, basically. The thing about Rage that I always think about is that it's Acid House, but it's like but where the breakbeats come in, where drum bass come in, where jungle came in. Mm. When did you realise you were doing something different? We never realised that we stayed really. No, we just like wanted to keep the tempo up. Yeah. Just wanted to keep that energy high. Yeah. So I mean, and, you know, we were both fans of hip hop back in the day. Well, 
when hip hop first landed. And I was trying to like incorporate that into dance music somehow. And the only way to do that was just, you know, hip hop we used to come on, on a vinyl, 33 BPM, when we used to have belt driven turntables and stuff. So what we did was speed it up the brain beats and uh, try to mix it with house music. So that was a formula basically for what we have today. Well, what was the first time you got a record and you realised that people were trying to do on the record what you were trying to do on DJ? When somebody bought me We Are E, basically. Yeah, that, 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 that really, like... It incorporated everything that we used to do. And it had that London edge to it as well. Yeah, right. That UK edge. It was, you know. it was the first track that we got that was like... It was a crossover track, yeah, really. Yeah, because it had the four to the floor, it had the great beat, it had everything. How does it feel? Looking back, you know, 30 years ago, to Club Night, because you, you've done a compilation, you've done, you've done sort of various rage nights. Does it have to feel looking back to that time? Yeah, no, it's a, you know, it's a good feeling. I mean, you know, we don't sit around and really analyse our careers. You know what I'm saying? Because we're always thinking about the next move. So, what was so good about this? This just brought us back and it showed us. Yeah, I've never really thought about it until thought somebody about. said, "Oh, you want to do a compilation?" What range? You know, it's like, really? No, we've done so many things now, currently. Why do you want to go and do that? Yeah. And thought, you know what? When you, when you really analyse the music that was around at that time, it's timeless. Yeah. And I never really realised that properly until we were compiling that, that thing. I mean, we, we, uh, when they first came to us with the idea, we didn't think anything of it. And then the album came out and it just got such a buzz. We didn't think anything. I mean, we literally, compile the album without thinking. We just put the tracks down. Yeah. I just thought it was just going to be another compilation album, but I'd said that to be much, much more than that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we could enjoy the dread of the impact. I mean, it was insane. I mean, last year really kind of brought us back. You know what I mean? It made us kind of really sit down in a, in a retrospective way and think about yeah, our I didn't analyse this thing properly, man. Yeah. Like, I didn't realise what rage was myself. Yeah, the impact that yeah. it's had on people's lives. It's just, you know, Everywhere we go, people just like rage inspired us and we came down. It's such a turnover in music, it's just like every year, it's just another set of people, another set of people. But you know, you can't help but forget about what you was doing 30 years ago, yeah. it was 30 years ago. But now you like play that music, you, their memories come back and think, yeah, well, kind of did something there, which didn't really realize. Because we don't ever think about the past, really. We know we're just very, you know, we're into what's next. Cutting edge. We've always been like that. Do you know what I mean? You know, even when we was on Radio One, I think that kind of because we had to play new music every week. We've just kept on doing it, and it's always been in our blood. I, I couldn't sit down and play old school all the time. I couldn't do it as much as I love it because you know we're forward thinking. But it's great to have to come back to it and get all this people to tell us all these amazing things and stories. You know, it's, it brought us back. It brought us back then. Man. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Is there one track that takes you back? I know you've done a compilation and there was like 20, 30 tracks in it, but is there one track that takes you back to that time? It's got to be We Are E, you know? Did we have that on there? I can't even remember. I can't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was on there. Yeah, but that's got to be, you know, because that was a track that was right down the middle. Do you know what I'm saying? At the same time, all those tracks as well really helped form what was going on. So all those tracks are special. But We Are E is the seminal track. It's the game changer, it's the, it's the moment 
everything changed. You know, you get that with anything, you get a moment. Yeah, it wasn't the first jungle track, but it was the one for me that... That really solidified everything. Yeah. It was and fun. everything that we were trying to do was in that track. Because yeah. everybody had a few little things before, and it just wasn't... But that had the step, it had the, 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 the fall to the floor, and it had the break, but it was perfect for us.
you know what I'm saying? It wasn't this kind of house or that kind of house. It was just house, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's the difference between that music and this music because there's so many brackets now. You know, you've got liquid drum and bass, you've got jump up drum and bass, you've got, what is it, fucking... What's the other one? Foghorn. Neuro. Neuro, Foghorn. And then also, even in the house as well, you've got everything. Yeah, you've got house. So there's, you can't, you can't, you can never have a time now where you unify everything. It just can't happen. Yeah, well, that's what we try to do, though. That's what we try to do. That's what we try to do. You know, and incorporate their kind of hip-hop vibe, which we were really into hip-hop. Really, like that was the. I think that, that's why drum and bass has got so many different angles because of what we were doing back then. We were trying absolutely. to incorporate this and incorporate that. So people would just like branching off to certain aspects of it. So, you know. I mean, it is what it is now. I mean, you know, you, you can't yeah, sit around. It's a good old for me. Yeah, you can't sit around kind of going, oh, should be more eclectic. I mean, in drum and bass, you've got. You got so many different directions you can go anyway. Yeah, so you as a DJ, where you want to go. So we never feel like we're missing out ever because there's so much different styles of drum and bass. And you got to remember, you've only got a limited amount of time to play this music. And we want to represent drum and bass. That's what we love. That's what we do. And the rage thing is a great thing because we can go back and because we love we love house music, but we love that era of house music. House music is too broad now. I, I, I couldn't keep up with us, I just couldn't even have this good track about. I ain't got no time to be looking for that kind of stuff. But back in the day, house was our thing. Yeah. And people forget that sometimes that before before drum and bass happened, we well, were it's, so it's too accessible, everything's too accessible now. It is. Yeah. You know I mean, before you had to hunt and you know graph and find mm. things, people just sit by the computer and get what they want now. And mm. that's I think that's a downside, like as a DJ, I think. It's a bit of a downside. It's nice that everybody can get everything, but not everybody's supposed to get everything at That's the same right. time. That's right. Do you know That's what I'm right. saying? You're supposed to be able to hyper track before yeah. it comes out. Yeah. People just want to release, release, release. And that's not really the way forward. Yeah. But do you ever feel like when you're playing a massive drum bass round, do you ever think, we made this? And you got your. Never. No. Never. Ever. People come up to us and say things like that. It's only when we've done that documentary that I realised, oh, yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. we started this shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. I mean, it's like, you, see, you know, we, but we never sat down. Well, if you was all up to your own arse and all those sort of things, then you probably would think yeah. about that, but I never even thought about it. It's when I actually sat and, hey, hold on a minute, we created this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you sit around thinking about those things all the time, you ain't going to get anywhere. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be stuck in that time. Yeah, you're just going to kind of be feeding off your own life. Yeah, yeah. We're not about that, man. But if the truth be known, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Something I recently found out is in 1990 you made the Rage EP. How did that come back? Was it because you wanted to make music that you wanted to play? How was it? No, it was because we met some guy. Some guy, yeah, yeah. Some bluster. Look at you. Yeah. Basically, he's, we, he's, he's, you know, he's spinning us the lines, isn't he? Yeah. You know, like, we never made a tune before, we didn't even know what we was doing, you know. We, he, he set us up with some engineers. They kind of made the tune, really. We just wrote a few ideas because yeah. we didn't know how to make music. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was different then, because if you wanted to make a tune, you have to go to a studio. You have to go to a studio, you have to pay for it. And, you know, you've got to pay for hours, you know, two days in the studio. Would cost a fortune. Yeah, like two, three hundred pounds. Two, three hundred pounds back in the day. So we had a guy that was bankrolling it. Yeah. You know, he, he came and he was really into what we were doing. 
And I think he just uh, decided, you know. Well, no, I think I think he's more he heard about names. He didn't know what we were no, doing. No, he didn't know what we were doing. Actually, he was actually raves and like. And he just he just he was a businessman. Yeah, he, was, he saw money. And he saw money, and he saw an idea. So, you know, I wish there was a kind Judy. of. Judy was his name. Judy. Yeah, yeah Judy Weimar. I wish there was a more profound kind of answer, but that is the truth. Yeah. It was a business deal. <laughs> Straight up. It was a business deal and that was it. Yeah. And that's how it happens, man. Yeah. But, you know, it was our entrance into music anyway, like that side of music, to have a look at it and see what it was about. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing because people mention that track all the time. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People love that. It's like a seminal track to a lot of people, but I don't think I've ever played it. Yeah. Never? Not, well, back in the day, but not. No, when we do race, we don't play that too. We don't play it, but you know.
productions. What should it be? I have to use something. It's not the Might as well just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I've done a lot. I don't know. Probably charade, man. And why that? Because, like, it's probably, I don't know, it's something that I would normally do, basically. Do you know what I mean? It steps outside of the, like, everybody's box. Yeah. You know, like, when, I, when people realise it's me that done that, they're like, you, what, you made that? Well, like, well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what I like about it. So. Shall I do today? What role shall I play today? Who will I fool today? Tell me which fool will fall prey. All the stuff like a common rule. And all the common things to say. I can always get what I want. When I play
lost, I mean, this, this is a really tough question, but who's your favourite sort of drum and bass producer of all time? I don't have one. Everybody contributes. Yeah. I can't say that. I can't put yeah. up in that one. No, it's too difficult because if you changes. Yeah, you mentioned one, then you'll think about another hundred names. Yeah, you know yeah that's not. That's so it's not. It's a loaded question. Yeah, 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 it is, yeah it is. For me, it is anyway. I couldn't no, do that. For real, wouldn't be fair or right for me to do yeah, that. Yeah, because there's been so many people like over the years get stuck on that and somebody else comes and smashes that out the life out of that just smashes the life out and somebody else comes and then you get goldie come from nowhere smashes out everybody and then you know there's always there's always somebody and there's everyone's you know there's a lot of names that have really contributed so to name one got to drum bass isn't just one thing do you know what i mean so you can't there's different styles of producers that we like do you know what i'm saying and they're all as good as each other they're all you know so to name one it's like saying it's your favourite tune of all time. Yeah, I could never do that. I could never do that. I couldn't. That's just mind blowing. Really lying to myself. Yeah. Um, as well, to so someone who's working and producing today. Groove. Hmm? Who's working and producing today? What do you mean? Like. For me, I mean, I kind of listened to a lot of drum bass in the 90s. I kind of fell off it a little bit. And I want to go back into it now. Who should I listen to now? Who's. Oh. I don't know, man. I can't speak for everybody else. I just know what I like. Do you know what I mean? And I, as I say, I like a lot of different things. Just yeah. listen to drum and bass. If, you, if you're not into it, number one, listen to it just to get the tempo back. Because that's the one thing people can't get their heads yeah, around most of the track. So you've got to learn how to listen to it. Do you know what I'm saying? So get back into that and then you'll find who you're looking for. Do you know what I'm saying? The thing is about drum and bass as well. It's one of those things, you know, you can, if you're not, if you're not living it, you can come out of it for six months. It happens with a lot of people. They stop going out for one, they come and they can't catch it because it's moved on. Yeah. It's moved. So, and they're like, oh, I don't really like drum and bass anymore. And it's kind of like, well, it's not going to wait around for you. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's you know, if you think but it's going to another five times, you're going to catch it. You're going to catch it. You, you know, you just need to go out and just, you know, yeah. it's, it's very alien form of music. The speed it's going, it's using brakes. So it's not, you know, you're not just going to just go out and just, catch it again like that but as Groove said go out a couple of times three four times and then you'll catch Listen it to yourself or Fabio and then you'll catch it yeah yeah <laughs> it's real talk yeah well internationally because that's like in the 90s drum bass was a really really British thing and then you had people coming in Brazil we had like all kind of things but now how international is it oh, we're sitting in Spain talking to you so yeah you go. that's all that's you, this, you know it's and a regular it's, Saturday night it's actually. packed out there yeah. and it's you know it's, it's everywhere now, you know, we, we, I mean, it's worldwide, it's worldwide, it's worldwide. you know, we, we was in Bangkok New Year's Eve, we was in New Zealand on a couple of days before that, do you know what I'm saying, we toured Australia, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's all over, it's, you know, it's, it's everywhere, it's, it's, I mean, you go to New Zealand, I mean, you wouldn't believe, I mean, at, at any given time, there's 20 DJs there, in a small city, so, you know, it just goes to show, you know, it's, it's yeah, everywhere, doing thing, it's not, don't get me wrong, it's not techno, yeah. Right. Let's get it straight. It's not techno because techno is so massive. But uh, it, it astounds yeah. me how massive techno is. Yeah. yeah. But um, we're getting we're getting there. Yeah. We're getting yeah. There. I mean, there's drum and bass gigs in England when you're getting eight, nine thousand. You're getting drum and bass festivals all over the world. Czech Republic, they get a drum and bass festival with twenty five thousand people. So mm. it's it's Rampage. just yeah, oh, Rampage, yeah. You know, in Belgium, yeah, huge, huge, huge followings all over the place. Do you know what I'm saying? But the thing is with drum and bass is you know, we were saying. You know, we're doing to about techno. 
drum bass is still very niche. It's not not everyone's gonna get it. Not everyone gets drum bass, and we love that about drum bass. Yeah. You know, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. You know, your normal man in the street wouldn't deal with what we what we got. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to have a kind of appreciation of music to really get what we do. So it's, it's you know it's not for everybody, and um, we're quite happy with that. Quite happy with that. Man. I tell the DJs what to play, you see? Play back that tape there for me, sir.
Thank <laughs> you.